How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show, live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, and Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moores, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country, Mo with an attitude. And by Hy-Vee, the world's best tailgating begins at Hy-Vee, proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Before we get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, just a quick reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the morning, every Friday morning at 7.30, leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Now let's get you into the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. Here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Hello, Raytown. We are in Raytown tonight at the Hy-Vee, just off 350 Highway. And give you a late score. Kansas City Chiefs 23, the Cincinnati Bengals 20. Your Chiefs are AFC champions. And the game was won at GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. Absolutely. What a night and what a gutsy performance. As I said at the end of the game, grab it a bucket of guts. We got bucket of guts on sale here tonight at the Raytown Hy-Vee. What a night we've got planned for you. We're going to hear from Coach Reed very shortly, our special guest. And we've got fake Andy Reed here tonight walking in. Uh, and at the second half of the show, how about our guest tonight is none other than Dante Hall to get you ready for Super Bowl 57 in Glendale, Arizona, the X Factor, the human joystick. The geeks are here tonight in full force. They are here tonight. The Red Coaters are here tonight. Hey, hey, Paula and all her crew are here tonight. Froman's here. The puppet lady's here with her bodyguards. Uh, and already got the Eagles and Chiefs duking it out with the puppets. So many great fans here in Raytown tonight. And what we have to celebrate and get ready for Super Bowl 57 in Glendale, Arizona, two weeks from last night. All right. What a gutsy performance, as I said, grabbing a bucket of guts. Didn't know if Patrick Mahomes how he was going to play. I didn't know if Kelsey was going to play at all. Nick Bolton missed practice time. 
We lose Kadarius Toney. McCole Hardman gives it a shot. Then he has to leave the game. Juju Smith-Schuster, limited practice. He has to leave the game. We lose Legereus Sneed in that game. Uh, Justin Watson was inactive for the game. Willie Gay Jr. gets hurt in the game. And the Chiefs go on to win the Lamar Hunt Trophy. And when you get dudes that show that much courage and that much toughness, that is huge. You bet it is. Andy Reid is 21st playoff win. And now 10 with the Eagles, 11 with us, and now he's going to play his former team in Glendale, Arizona. And fake Andy Reid is here to celebrate those 21 playoff wins. Oh, yeah, you got it done. <laughs> Only Bill Belichick with more wins in NFL history in the postseason. Travis Kelsey, what a stud and a warrior that guy is. Second all-time in receiving yards behind only Jerry Rice in the history of the National Football League in the postseason. That is huge. The most games, he's played 17 playoff games, and all 17, he's had three or more receptions in each one of those games. That takes out Jerry Rice. Now, uh, Travis Kelsey's number one in that category. That is huge. 15 touchdown passes and receptions in the postseason, second to only Jerry Rice. Travis Kelsey, you're huge. And Mahomes to Kelsey for a touchdown reception for the 13th time, second to only Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. They have 15. The, uh, our guys have uh, 13. And the last I checked, Brady and Gronk ain't throwing to each other no more, right? <laughs> ain't nobody throwing and catching. So now, it's Super Bowl 57. We can catch those dudes as well as win a Lombardi trophy. But Andy Reid in rematch games. A rematch games against the Bengals. Oh, the Chiefs don't have a chance. Oh, I don't know. The Cincinnati mayor's talking about it. What was that? <laughs> Andy Reid, 26-5 and five in rematch games since 2016. All right, that is... Huge. And when you get Chris Jones, Chris Jones, five quarterback hits, three tackles for losses, and two sacks, you were able, along with the defense, with eight rookies on that defense helping out. But Chris Jones in that defensive front, Chris Jones was able to put the hammer down, baby, and bring that hammer to Glendale, Arizona to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. So, a reminder here at Hy-Vee in Raytown, a couple of things we want to uh, bring up. Perfect for the Super Bowl is the Rib Special. Right now, the Rib Special, every Saturday and Sunday, uh, just 14 bucks for a fall off the bone, a full slab of baby back ribs, or two for 25 You can't beat that deal. And, of course, then score the savings with 23 points scored uh, last night in that victory to win the AFC Championship over the Bengals. Uh, then you just shop Hy-Vee the day after a game. You'll earn a fuel saver discount, 23, equal to the Chiefs' score. Based on the amount the Chiefs score, they get 23 points last night. But I do want to put it out there. Coming up in honor of 50 years of Arrowhead Stadium uh, on Monday, February the 6th, that'll be next Monday. We won't have a show because we're going to be in Glendale, Arizona, all ready for the Super Bowl. I know, two weeks we'll have a show. Uh, but that's why tonight we got to bring it as hard and strong and red and real as you can. But on February the 6th, a 50-cent fuel saver with a $50 purchase in honor of 50 years of Arrowhead with Score the Savings. Big night tonight. We've won the Lamar Hunt Trophy for the third time in four years. We're going after another Lombardi Trophy. We're going to play the Philadelphia Eagles. 
After this, we'll hear from Andy Reid, and then after Andy Reid, one of your favorite players of all time, Dante Hall is here tonight. We'll be back with head coach Andy Reid after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Dunlap also lining up inside. Over the right guard, Max Sharper. Third down and eight, Cincinnati Burrow retreating. And now he's going to be sacked. Down he goes. Down he goes. Chris Jones destroying the blocker on the near side. And welcome back to the Hy-Vee in Raytown. It is red. It is rocking tonight as the Chiefs win the AFC Championship. Now head to Glendale, Arizona for Super Bowl 57. And with us is the remarkable head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. 11 playoff wins here, 10 with Philadelphia, and now we'll play the Eagles in Super Bowl 57. But, Coach, first of all, congratulations on a remarkable night, unforgettable in the way that you won that game. Well, listen, I mean, I'm proud of the guys for and the coaches for hanging in there. I mean, we, we had a few injuries, had injuries coming in, had a few injuries during the game, and other guys stepped in and did a did a great job, and then the Patrick Mahomeses, the Travis Kelseys, you know, these guys that were nicked up, Frank Clark, you know, actually was starting to cramp and he pushed through. And I mean, it was uh, just the individual efforts. Uh, Trey, our, our starting right guard, tweaked his ankle. He picks it up and keeps going. I mean, it goes on and on. And then your young guys step in. All these guys that we've been watching grow over the year. I mean, they, they stepped up and made plays. That young secondary, the young receivers. I mean, it was, it was great. Kemp comes up and has to, has to jump in, and he's <clears throat> we're moving Sky Moore in eighteen different positions. Man, he's all over the place, and and uh, and he and Kemp are talking coming out of the huddle because they're playing different spots, and uh, they you know just they everybody everybody kept it together and and kept going, and my hat goes off to the coaches. How much do we take for granted what these guys have to grind through to play? I mean, six months into this, I didn't know if Kels would go. What would Patrick have? He had the injury list, then guys go down. You just alluded to it. But how much do we maybe underappreciate just the physical, mental, and emotional grind that these guys have to push through, to use your words? Yeah, so it's 19 games, 19 football games. It's 20 weeks plus training camp. Of uh, And there's a mental part of this. I mean – if you're not sharp mentally in this thing, you're going to be ejected out of the off the team and onto somewhere else if you're lucky. And and so these guys are make, trying to make a living doing this with that pressure, the mental pressure, the physical pressure, the demands there, and uh, they've got to do everything. Everything's within a split second, man. You gotta you gotta make the right move, and uh, it it can be you know it can be taxing on these guys, and they're human beings, so. Uh, it's hard to hard to explain unless you go through it, but uh, they sure they sure do a nice job with it. You grew up in Los Angeles. You have a fascinating childhood. But were you ever around screenwriters for Hollywood or movies? My father was in that business. <clears throat> he wasn't a screenwriter, but he was a he was a, a scenic artist, and so you know. I was privileged to go to a lot of light operas and all that stuff uh, that he had worked on and he'd get tickets for. So I, I saw, saw that and had a chance to meet some people there, uh, which was, which was great. But um, you, nothing like last night, 
you know, they can write whatever they want to write uh, to capture that. I talked to, you know, Brett Favre today and, and he said, how great would it be to be able to bottle up, mm. just bottle up the feeling of winning uh, the championship at home. And then when you get older, just be able to pop it open for that moment, you know, that moment when you see the sea of red just going crazy out there and um, and the, nobody left. It was it was incredible. You're getting tears in my eyes here. I'm just getting emotional just hearing you say that. But in this screenwriting, here's Sky Moore, right? The GOAT, muff three punts, and comes up with the biggest punt return maybe of the NFL season. Let's take that in and of itself. And then the ability, when I watched this thing like five or six times, the amount of young guys who made key blocks and key plays, I'll throw Darius Harris in there too, but rookies making blocks. But here's Sky Moore who makes this play. Yeah, well, he was the goat, but the other end of the goat, you know. So <laughs> it's not what the goat is today. He was the old goat, and uh, uh, for for his punt returns, and then you, you know the the great thing I saw was when he when he would muff one of those punt returns, he come back with a big catch <clears throat> as a wide receiver, and and so that gives you the hope that if we just step back an inch, that he'd be able to. Uh, move forward and and somewhere get the experience to to return these punts because he's he's very gifted, and that's what happened last night. That all kind of came to fruition right before us. So the same people that were booing him were cheering him. You know, it was a it was a it was a great deal, and and uh, and for the kid to have that intestinal fortitude to do that and to um, go forward, and uh, nobody was happier than him. Obviously, at the end of it, he was going crazy, which was great. And then you add on to that, it's it's like that buttercream frosting, man. You add on to it, Bucker's kick, and it's kind of that same story, but with an injury. And and you go, woof, man, what a what a deal! I mean, it's great to see. And another part of this screenwriting in Brett Favre's bottle would be a limping quarterback playing with a high ankle sprain in a all-world tight end with a back injury those guys and how they gutted it out. You mentioned the others, but for Patrick to do what he did, how special is it of what we saw and experienced? Yeah, no, that was, uh, that was incredible. I mean, I kept saying that every day uh, during the, during the week. I mean, he didn't miss a rep and he has a high ankles, man. I mean, that's what he has. And he was going to, uh, he, he was not, uh, uh, listen, I mean, it's, you always hear people that are just so mentally tough. They, they just block it out. And I, I got to tell you, I mean, that's where he was at. I mean, there wasn't going to be anything that held him back. And he was going to force himself to be able to run and do the things he does that he did. And uh, he uh, takes tremendous amount of mental toughness to be able to do that. And, uh, you know, you hear about these different stories and we just got to see it. It, it was something. Chris Jones, I remember watching that mandatory minicamp tear it up. And then every day in St. Joseph, what about his consistency and high level of play every week and in yeah. this game? Yeah. So he uh, um, he he had a, one of those days. I mean, just unbelievable game. He was disruptive in the pass. He was disruptive in the run. He was disruptive and a force. And uh, that was. Uh, uh, that was special for all of us to watch. He, he's a gifted guy. He's, 
he's my defensive MVP, man. I'm, I'm all in on that. And, and he showed exactly why last night he's been doing it all year, made it a mission uh, the whole season to, to be the best. And he, he's there. He's got one more, one more that he's got to do. Going back on Travis, too. I mean, Travis willed himself off that massage table, man. He was having that back worked on right up to the last minute. And he goes out there and performs like he does. The other one was Frank Clark. I mean, Frank Clark was cramping up before halftime. I mean, literally just cramping up. He exhausted himself. Uh, uh, and you saw, I mean, he was he was just 100 miles an hour every play and, and um, ended up uh, getting liquids into his body and coming back and uh, second half, putting another good half together. So, but those four guys, and there were others, but I mean, those four guys, um, it's hard. It's hard not to play if you can, uh, when you see that as, as some of your leaders. I mean, he just, those guys just help guide everybody else through it. So, quite a deal. And when you're calling plays, sinking plays, sinking ahead, I mean, you're losing dudes. You're down to like the nitty gritty camp and, and sky. And, but how much is that of like, well, who do we have left? It's like the Alamo. How much dry powder do we have? Yeah. Well, it's a tribute to Veach, uh, Brett and the, the guys that he's brought in. So, I mean, we were deep into it, uh, the roster and, and, uh, we were down to three receivers and, and, uh, and those guys were playing different spots and, that they normally do, but they, they talked, they communicated, uh, the, uh, you know, Joe Blameyer, who's in charge of those guys did a great job. Um, Connor, who's down on the sideline, who, um, is one of our quality control coaches works with the offense. He, uh, for him to, uh, kind of manage that with Joe, it was, it was crazy. I mean, who's where and, and going to pretty soon. It was just, uh, the three, the three amigos, you're out there and you're rolling, man. You got to go. And they did, they did a great job with it. it. Incredible. Chris tells me after the game, he goes, he saw some, he moved Dunlap inside. You, you talk about within the framework and discipline, you give some guys some freedom. But Chris actually saw something in that last sack that he moved Dunlap inside. Go, let me come out here. I go, how did Carlos take that? He goes, well, not great, but he goes, hey, it worked, right? But just that and the fact that in that communication, we think about it offensively, but how much of it is that also defensively and some freedom there? Yeah, well, listen, my head goes off to Carlos. I mean, I was so happy to see him up on the stand after the game. He's been doing this a long time, and he's very, very intelligent. He is a smart dude. And so, um, and he and Chris have a great relationship. They work out in, or in Florida every year down the Miami area. And they, they, uh, they've known each other a long time. They're both two big human beings. So they're, they're, they're sniffing oxygen in a different, in a different ozone there, man. Uh, and, uh, they played off of each other and did it, did it so well. I, I was, uh, but they understand the defense. I mean, that's, you gotta, you have smart guys that are that talented. They understand the defense. I remember you pulling up in a golf cart after Super Bowl 54, and I got my chance to give you a hug. Now we set our sights on Super Bowl 57. How do you strategically approach this week before we go to Glendale? What has to happen this week? Yeah, so I think probably everybody does this, but you, you try to get the majority of the game plan done when you're here and things are, uh, I would say here in Kansas City, when things are relatively normal. You, you, once you get to the site, uh, Arizona in this case, it, um, you know, you have a lot of demands, whether it's with media, uh, you know, different functions that go on. Uh, so 
um, we'll still practice down there. I'm not saying that, but but you want to get the the majority of it uh, done right here. And this screenwriter, can you think of a script where you're going to play Philadelphia? 10 years in Kansas City, 14 years in Philly, and this is the team you're going to play? And, oh, you're going to play in Glendale, Arizona, where your wife's from, the Phoenix area. I mean, this is this is like all the stars coming together. Yeah, no, it's crazy. I mean, that, that part's crazy. But, you know, uh, I mentioned it to the media today. Just when you break it down, though, uh, you kind of put that aside. You, all that goes aside, and you get down to – the parts that really matter, and that's us against them as a fo- as football teams. And so uh, the uniforms, all that stuff, it's my guys against their guys. And and so uh, you don't want to slight any of that because that's what, when it's all said and done, that's what we're coming down to is the game. And, and you want to make sure that you pre- present enough great stuff for your players that they can go shine and do their do the best they possibly can do. And then you let the chips fall where they may. Uh, it's two of the best teams or two the two best teams in the National Football League having an opportunity to play each other. And uh, as coaches, you want to make sure that you, you give your players an opportunity. So that's what we're going to do that. And we'll put all the other stuff aside. And maybe when I'm older, uh, I'll go back and look at that and go, wow, that was something. Two things. One, thanks for doing this. Two, thanks for coming here. When you left Philly, you could have gone to Arizona, could have gone to the Chargers, could have gone to about five or six other places you chose here. And uh, these are awesome moments. Don't want to let it pass. Congrats. Let's go get another one. All right, Redhead. And also, hi to those Redheads out there, man. I got it. They're here, and they are raucous tonight, I will guarantee you. We're at the Hy-Vee in Raytown. Thank you, Head Coach Andy Reid, for being with us. We'll be back with more, including Dante Hall tonight here on, at Hy-Vee in Raytown. We'll be back after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Again, before Hardman injured earlier, so was Kadarius Tony. And Justin Watson, all three guys that have done punt returns this year, all injured. Justin Watson inactive tonight. 20 to 20 time, 41 seconds. They put two seconds back on the clock. Man, line drive punt, very returnable. Taken by Sky Moore at the 20. Once a right return, Sky Moore at the edge, 35. Sky Moore 40 up the sideline and near midfield. Sky Moore in front of the Cincy bench. Where will they mark him out? It's a 51-yard punt, 24 yards on the return. There is no penalty flag. Welcome back. We're at the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Raytown. Celebrating an AFC championship for the third time in four seasons. We're going back to the Super Bowl. And this time we're going to win the Super Bowl like we did in Super Bowl 54. Big thanks tonight, too, to Shotgun Jackson, our man on the site tonight. What a name, Shotgun Jackson, when he was when he was at graduation, when they gave him his diploma, Shotgun Andrew Jackson. What a deal when they announced that ad, like, dude, what's his name, Shotgun? And then Nick Price, our studio engineer. Also remember at hy V, they got this rib special going on on Saturday and Sunday. You don't want to miss it. Perfect for your home gating, tailgating, gating, gating. Uh, and it, tonight we're going to – Human joystick gated, because tonight we have as our special guest, 
ladies and gentlemen, one of the fantastic, maybe the best kick returner in the history of the National Football League. Dante Hall is here tonight. Look at this crowd. We got Puppa Lady. We got Weird Wolf, Weird Wife. We got fake Andy Reid. We got rookies. Casey Warriors here. Man, it is hey, hey, Paula. It's Red Coders Geeks. It's, uh, it is hot tonight. Uh, Stafford, Mary Stafford drove four hours for the show. All right. Uh, just the excitement. And if there's somebody, I, I just love it how you've inherited all this excitement and then you emanate it, pass it out to win another AFC championship over all your thoughts. I just think that um, it's very impressive that they've been able to win multiple championships in various ways. Obviously, when you had Tariq, um, you were more explosive. Now they're doing it in a more methodical way, but they, found, they find multiple ways to get the job done, and I think that's a, a, um, a big uh, 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 salute, uh, salute to Brett Veach at the top and the reason his staff and the players themselves on the field. It is amazing what this team has done. And yet they've had, they led the league in 20-plus plays, and they got it from like 11 or 13 different guys. I mean, it's been crazy how they spread this out and still will get chunk plays. Not really. We got the GOAT quarterback. <laughs> yeah, got that right. We got the GOAT. He can throw it to you, Shotgun Jackson, <laughs> Old Man Hall, and, and still get the job done. I mean, seriously, though, when you got that guy um, at quarterback, he makes everyone great around him, and that's the testament of one of the greats. When you can uplift people around you, I mean, that just puts you in a different stratosphere as a player. Again, Dante Hall, our guest tonight. This game, to me, was one that would capture your heart because calling your games and seeing what your career is about. And let's start with this. The fact that so many guys were hurt, guys had to step it up. How many times in your career did you have to just gut it out where you're going, I don't feel like it today, but I don't have a choice, let's go? I mean, pretty much every Sunday. But, <laughs> <laughs> but watching that game, it was like war of attrition. Guys were going – big-time guys too. You know, everyone is important, but, you know, your big-time playmakers were just dropping play after play, and you're just thinking like, man, is it meant for us? And they just kept finding a way. But as long as you have 95 and you have 15 and 87 – you got a chance. You got a chance. For sure. And then dealing with, you cannot, I was just talking with Coach Reed about it. He grew up in Los Angeles, uh, very diverse background, but his father was involved in, in the motion picture business and, and was around that. But I said, you couldn't have a screenwriter write a better. This is like watching Ted Lasso, right? <laughs> so episode four and six, oh, it's a muff punt by Sky Moore. He loses me. Oh, gosh, the Indianapolis game in San Francisco. There's nobody left to return punts last night but Sky Moore. The three dudes in front of him are all gone. And then Sky Moore pulls off a Dante Hall with that return. <laughs> Walk us through all of that and what's going on mentally and emotionally and why Sky Moore could pull that off. So I was a big fan of his when we drafted him. I saw his skill set and I thought he could. Reminds me a lot of you, by Yeah, way. he could help us right away. Yep. And obviously he struggled. So to be honest and truthful, my thought was just catch it. Then I was like, you know what? Don't even catch it. Just leave it alone. But then when I saw that punt come off his foot, that is a return ball. Yeah. And if you know what that means is, you, you guys are smart. You know what a return ball is. <laughs> it's when it's not that high. It's right down the middle. It's set up perfectly for you. And no hang, time. That no, thing hang is no hang time. No hang time. 
you, it, it gives you time to set up everything and make a play, and that's exactly what he did. I don't know if we win if he doesn't feel that and make that play. If anything, we're going to overtime. So that play was huge, and I think it was not only huge for us. That play was yeah. huge. <laughs> You're in the kingdom, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Turn it loose. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was, it was big. That play was big. And, um, yeah, I think it's big for his confidence as well yeah. moving forward. The other thing in watching that play today about five times was seeing rookie, 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 rookie. Darius Harris made a great block. But the rest of those dudes making the key blocks to get that edge set up for him, all rookies. I feel like I heard this. Um, I don't know where I heard it, radio show, um, you. I heard this. At this point in the season, after you've played 17 games, you're technically in your second season already. So these guys are not rookies anymore. Yeah. They're not rookies. Um, they're young guys. Um, but, yeah, they played enough. They have enough experience under their belt to where, you know, in a game of this magnitude, they've seen pretty much everything. But they definitely stepped up in the biggest moments in a big-time game to have Pacheco have some of the plays that he made. You got um, uh, uh, Kemp even came in and made a play. Kemp, Marcus Kemp. Kemp. I didn't even know Marcus Kemp was on the team. I oh, know yeah, who he is back. now. He's back. <laughs> so, Wow, the young guys stepped up, and I think that's, again, as a testament to the veteran guys, the coaches, getting these guys prepared and ready to play. Again, we got a full house here tonight at the uh, Hy-Vee in Raytown. We're also joined tonight in Phoenix, Arizona, because we got fans that join us electronically that have been with us uh, all year long. But we've had people from Maine. That we got hammers. Look at this. In Arizona, we got hammers. Wait, wait, wait. So, what part of Maine? Oh, it's like, what is it? Oh, Dunkwit? Okay. So, yeah, I mean. I've visited Odunquit, Maine before. One of the most beautiful places I've ever been. So, I was just curious. Okay, we'll go there, too. I don't know. We'll go anywhere. <laughs> I'm going to get to you in a minute because you went to Germany this year. We're going to get to that. So, hang on to that one. Dante, Dante shows up everywhere, man. He just pops up. Uh, but here we go. Ted Lasso scene number, oh, I don't know, two, uh, five, nine, a uh, missed kick by Harrison Bucker. He had a one-legged 54-yard field goal in Glendale, Arizona, week one. Then, ooh, a few missed field goals, some missed extra points, grousing, complaining. You could hear the kingdom murmuring. Then the dude walks out there last night and hits as tough a field goal as you can make. That win was not – that thing hung up there, hung up there, hung up like a balloon. Good. He striped it right down the middle. But as you said, it was just hanging. And, you know, balls don't travel as far in the cold. And it was really cold out there. And, but he stepped up. That, that, is, that takes a lot of moxie, a lot of courage to struggle and go out there in the biggest moment of a game and strike it. He didn't barely put it through the uprights. That thing went right down the middle. Love it. Striped it. And you're talking about Marcus Camp. I, was, I don't bet on games, but people bet during games now. It's real. I don't know what you call them. It's a, you can bet during games. If you had Marcus Camp with a 13-yard catch in the fourth quarter, you're buying dinner for everybody tonight, all right? Exactly. But the fact that that dude is a survivor. And let's deal with, so let's deal with Sky Moore and Harrison Butker as a player because it didn't always go great for you. It wasn't always 93-yard punt return touchdowns. No way. Dealing with external doubt, dealing with the noise. How do you do it as a player to thrive the way you did? So it's funny. I think I also heard this. You can tell me if it's true or not. I think Andy Reid, Coach Andy Reid, brought Scott Moore in, told him he still believed in them, yep. encouraged them. I had the same thing happen for me with Coach Dick Vermeil. When I was struggling, trying to make my way my rookie year and the first year that he was here, I had basically lost my confidence. 
and it was Coach Vermeil that stuck by me and, and, and basically encouraged me and, and still uh, believed in me. And I think when you have a guy, especially as Andy's Reed, um, as his stature, is going to go down, if not to go 1B behind Belichick as one of the greatest to do it, you got that guy telling you, I still believe in you and trust you and push you in the ball game. Um, that, that does wonders for you. I think that's what took place last night. Amazing what Andy Reid does to lead this team. The little things. Little things. And just to make you believe in yourself, once again, we got fake Andy Reid here tonight. He's helping people believe in the back of the room, uh, uh, which is awesome. Uh, I've always I've asked you this before, but how much fun would you have playing in this office? I just told a guy that. <laughs> I wish I could play for this coach, for this team. With, with this quarterback? With this quarterback, <laughs> with Kelsey on the other side. I mean, Gonzalez was – Pretty good, mm -hmm. pretty great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I would have also loved to play with Travis Kelsey. And the way they um, dial up plays. When I'm in the suite and I'm looking down and I can see what he's, Eric Bieniemy and Coach Reed have drawn up, it's fascinating to watch because it's not your typical run 10-yard stop, cross the middle. It's a lot of secrecy going on as far as the route concepts, adjustments on the fly. Oh, my God. The way he gets guys in open space. It's just tremendous to watch. So that's why I would have loved to play in this offense. It would have fit my game perfectly. And the fact, even the jet sweep action, right? This was that was before really it was a thing mm -hmm. when you played. I'm like, oh my gosh, Dante would have killed it running and flip passes. The flip out, flip, flip passes. passes. <laughs> like was this uh, Dante? You, you, it was too. You, your time was too soon. Yeah. Like it was a, a flip pass. Dante Hall would get like two receptions for 109 yards because yeah. they'd be flip passes. <laughs> Yeah, throw so, it to Kelsey and flip it to me. I yeah, like that. Yeah, you do. Sounds like do a that good play too. to me. <laughs> but the fact that you got guys, and we got to get McColl healthy again, but Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore and that action, what does that do side to side, whether it's the jet sweep action or the flip pass, which is kind of basically the same thing? Yeah, it just keeps those guys. It opens up space. That's part of what I was talking about with the design of, of the plays for this Chiefs offense. When you got these jet sweep actions going across the field, you got so much motion, so many things happen, so, so many smoke screens, and then all of a sudden, we just pop it right to Kelsey. Or you get all this action, and you pop it backside to McKinnon on to the running back on the other side. So it just makes the defense have to pause and think. And any time you can get a defense to think and not react, you have an advantage on offense. Man, again, Dante Hall, so exciting to have him here tonight. The human joystick. And the X Factor with us as we get ready for Super Bowl 57 against the um, Philadelphia Eagles. To win consistently in this league like this team has done, seven straight division titles, five straight years of 12 wins, three AFC championships in four years. You played in this league to win consistently. It's so how easy would it be to take all this for granted? I mean, very easy. Um, I feel like maybe we are. You know what, I, I I'm, kinda, the, I'm with you. I'm with you here. Listen to me on this. Speak to me, brother. So the first time when we went for the first time after 50 years, the city went crazy mm -hmm. after we won the LFC. We've won so much now, the city was dead last night. Because I, I think we're jaded, and I think it's like we don't, separate, we don't celebrate LFC championships anymore. We only celebrate Super Bowl wins. Well, we're going to get one of those. That's the standard that these guys have set. It's crazy. It's crazy, but I'm telling you, 
win. Get get it out there. You want to? You can have both of them, dog. I'm just telling you. Okay, what are we doing? What are we doing with this? What are we doing is saying that because we haven't got into the defense yet. We'll get into that in a little bit. But when you got a defense and you got Chris Jones and you got all those guys getting after Joe Burrow and the Bengals, you're able to put the hammer down. And when the Broncos decide to punt and pin Dante back at the oh the seven, and then he back goes, and I'm calling this game, going, where's he going? He's going the wrong way. He's back at the two and the one, and then takes off. Keep him going again. When you get the human joystick returning at 93 yards for a touchdown, you're able to put the hammer down. X-Factor style, ladies and gentlemen. Dante Hall. We're going to find out more about this fascinating young man with me tonight. We're at the Hy-Vee in Raytown, just on 350 Highway, celebrating an AFC championship, not taking it for granted, and getting ready for Super Bowl 57. We're back after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. 17 seconds left in regulation, 20 to 20 tie, AFC championship. Third and four, Kansas City at the Bengal 47-yard line. Chiefs out of timeouts. Bengals four-man rush. Mahomes trying to buy some time on that bad ankle. Moving to his right. He is now scrambling and he's going to get a first down. And now gets hit late. He gets hit late. He gets hit late. Mahomes gets hit late. It'll be a 15-yard penalty on top of the gain. And the gain should be bound to the 35-yard line. This call just in. 15-yard penalty late hit on the uh, Bengals. That was huge. We are back at the Raytown Hy-Vee. Great location, just off 350 Highway in Raytown and a celebration night of an AFC Championship, the third in four seasons, and getting ready for Super Bowl 57 in Glendale, Arizona, two weeks from last night. And our guest tonight, the greatest returner in the history of the National Football League, 12 returns for touchdowns, Dante Hall. You're too kind, Mitch. Oh, no. I get to cut. Man, one of the blessings was calling those returns and calling your games. Chiefs records, most kick return yards, almost 9,000, 12 touchdowns uh, on, in returns alone. And when you look at most career all-purpose yards, 13,000 all-purpose yards, a two-time Pro Bowl and a uh, all-pro Dante Hall with us tonight. All right, let's talk defense real quick. I know it's not. Yep, there it is. Chiefs were able to put the hammer down. It's the double hammer X factor for those of you uh, listening out there, if you could visualize it here. All right. Now, defensively, though, to see those young guys step up, corners, corners, rookies taking on T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. I mean, I think that's one of the best receiving cores in the National Football League. And those guys went out, you know, probably not aware that they're going to have to play that much. No, they're not preparing for Legereus Sneed to go out of the ballgame. And they made tremendous plays, tremendous plays. Very impressed with them. Um, very impressed with uh, the rookie DM 56. How you say his name? Karloftis, Carl- George Karloftis. I'm going to let you oh, say yeah. it, but I'm very impressed with him. Oh, yeah. He's been on the kingdom <laughs> too, right? You loved him on the kingdom. Very impressed with yeah, yeah. his play. I mean, the young guys, you mentioned it earlier, stepped up and made plays all over the field, offensively and defensively. All right, we're going to transition now because Dante has stayed very busy. In fact, he has repped the kingdom and he has repped it in Germany. Remember, next year, we're headed to Germany. Uh, not sure yet where we're going. We're headed there, though, to play somebody someplace. We've already had our advance party go because you went to Germany. How did that trip go, my friend? <laughs> it went great. It was awesome. Um, 
First of all, I, I can't say enough about the Chiefs organization. I try to do whatever I can to give back, whether it's come talk, with, talk football with you on your radio show, if they need me at the stadium to do visit, sweet visits, whatever they need, I always give back because this Chiefs organization has changed my life, really and truly, and I'm so thankful and grateful. And um, they took me over to do some grassroots marketing for the game that's coming up this season in Munich, I believe. Is it, is it in Munich? Well, we're not sure we're yet. We're not sure so stay yet. Stay tuned for We're not that. sure yet. Stay tuned. So in Germany, and um, it was an awesome e e experience. It was shocking to see so many Chiefs fans already um, over there in Germany. So it was a great time. I didn't just do football stuff now, Mitch. I went to Oktoberfest. So Oh, you went to bring Oktoberfest. Wow, what a, what a great time that was. I just stopped right there. Yeah, we'll leave it right there. <laughs> now, you had that. I, I saw the video because the 65 TPT guys were in there uh, editing it, and I just stopped what I was doing and watched this. What was the stuff you had, like the meatloaf stuff? I should know what you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> I can't pronounce it. I can't either. I will by the time we go over there. But you were – Enjoying it, man. It was. Was I enjoying it? Yeah. Well, no. not. Yeah, no. You didn't enjoy it. That's okay. If I uh, never have it again, again. <laughs> it'll be okay by me. That's okay. There's other good stuff to eat, right? Great, other great stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the German fans love the National Football League. They particularly love the Kansas City Chiefs. We are number one in merchandise sales among the people in Germany, and like twenty. Yeah. Twenty percent of the population is engaged. Uh, in the National Football League in the country of Germany. I mean, we're going to have a kingdom show there uh, sometime, and y'all can come. We're just going to have at it. Uh, I don't know where we're going to be. Maybe where my roots are, Bruckhausen Vilsen, uh, which is, uh, let's see, Auckland, Dreisig, uh, southeast of Bremen. Anyway, uh, but it's exciting to see how the uh, Chiefs have such a place in the hearts of German fans. Yeah, I mean, it's a big, big um, fan base there. I've um, done some radio shows, some podcasts. Uh, they have a huge following, and I think whenever we play there, wherever we play, we're going to be probably 60%, 70% Chiefs fans just from Germany, not from fans that are flying over, just from Germany. Yep, and look at the colors of the German flag. Oh, they're the Chiefs colors. Yeah, so that makes it kind of fun. All right, uh, before we let you go, and thanks so much for being yeah, here course, tonight, especially on this night. What do we got going on now? You mentioned we put you to work with the Chiefs, but you got some other things going on. You're an entrepreneur. What do you got going on? Yeah, so my wife and I, uh, we have a marketing and staffing company. It's the niche is the beverage industry. So just think of like if you're playing at a golf tournament and you see the beverage girls and they're trying to get you to take a sample, or if you're at a festival or if you're at Costco's, and we staff those type of um, um, events. Um, and then I'm a sports freelancer. I do a ton of uh, sports things on the side. Uh, appearances, sports memorabilia, signings, good morning football, just a ton of stuff. But I think my most important job and my favorite job is being a father. I have three little ones, a seven, a four, she's about to be five actually, seven, four, and a three-year-old. So that's, those three things keep me pretty busy. The seven-year-old is a boy? Girl. She's a girl. I have two girls and a younger boy. And the boy's the youngest? He's the youngest. Okay. Sienna, so. Zuri, and Xander. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yep. That's exciting. They and, of course, they're Chiefs fans. Oh. Ruin them well. We would not expect anything exactly. less. Have they practiced punt returns in, the, like, the living room? <laughs> not yet. Okay. <laughs> not yet. Because you get to teach them to fair catch or, like, get smoked. And, no, we don't, we don't do fair catches in my house. Oh, no. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you lose your last name when you fair catch it. 
<laughs> well, I wouldn't expect anything different. What a treat that he's here, that he stays. He's so involved with our organization and a guy that feels like he's still on the field with us. That's the way you are, man. That's the best compliment I can give you. Well, it's because that's the way the organization embraces me. Like, you guys, are, they're having so much success. And I feel like they don't have to bring me along. They don't have to keep me involved, but they do. So anytime I can give back, it's a no-brainer. Like, yeah, I, I won't, I'll stay an extra day, miss out on my kids to hang out with you because you would do the same for me. Yes, I would. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to let him go. The human joystick, the X Factor, number 82, Dante Hall. Love you guys so much. You're the best friends in the National Football League. By far. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, brother. Love that guy. Love that guy so much. We're going to be right to wrap things up and lay out the next two weeks. Lay it out ahead. After this, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. This will be a 45-yard attempt from the far hash. At eight seconds to go in regulation. Cincinnati does have one timeout left. Harrison Butker, the biggest kick of his Chiefs' life. Placement is down. Butker's kick is up. The spinning kick high, floating in the air, and it is good! 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 Did Cincinnati call timeout? They did not! They did not! They did not! It's a field goal from 45 yards out by Harrison Butker with three seconds to go in regulation. And that thing just hung up in the air. Welcome back as we close things out in our Chiefs Kingdom show tonight from the Hy-Vee in Raytown. Austin Wooder just walked in, everybody, from Joplin, Missouri, along with Megan, his beautiful wife, and Dominic, the future chief, offensive lineman. Uh, man, he's fresh, Dominic. He is big and he is tough, and uh, he is here tonight getting his first Chiefs Kingdom show, uh, getting ready for Super Bowl 57. Just a reminder here what they've got going on in High V with this rib special. Uh, again, every Saturday and Sunday over the next couple of weeks, 14 bucks for a full slab of baby back ribs, two for 25. And these are delicious, uh, just fall off the bone ribs, a kingdom special from the folks here at High V. All right, here's the way this is going to work. Next week on Monday, we will be in Glendale, Arizona. That'll be the night, I think, of the big media. Uh, hoo-ha that they'll have there uh, as it will go back to 2019 style when we were in Miami 2020 you know it was COVID it was just crazy it was just weird different it didn't feel like it did against Miami in 2019 but we're going back to that format so we'll be back and down there uh, next week and we'll be uh, follow us on 65tpt on chiefs.com on the Chiefs uh, radio network we're going to be giving you daily reports of what's going to be going on down there as we look to capture the Lombardi Trophy and win Super Bowl 57. It is going to be awesome for Andy Reid because I think it's finally going to give Andy Reid his due. He's going to be focused on the game. He won't talk about it. But I think the rest of the world will realize, oh, my gosh, Andy Reid just might be one of the top two or three football coaches in the history of the game because two, his two teams are meeting each other then in for a Super Bowl championship, and he was amazing. As amazing here, he was amazing there in Philadelphia for 14 years. In two weeks, we will have a show. We will celebrate 
a Super Bowl championship in Olathe at 151st in Black Bob. That's in two weeks. Thanks for joining us tonight and being the greatest fans in the league on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude. And by Hy-V. The world's best tailgating begins at Hy-V. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chief Sideline Reporter Josh Klingler. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. As a reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the Morning every Friday morning at 7.30 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles. And Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future, in vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.